0: Welcome to this inspiring message brought to you by Kingsword Media Outreach, a part of Kingsword Ministries International. We hope this teaching inspires you and transforms you into all that God has destined you to be. Please stay tuned for more information about Kingsword Ministries International following this message. May God bless you as you listen. Lord, we give you praise. Have your seat very quickly. Thank you, Father. Glory to His name. Turn your Bible, 2 Samuel chapter 9 and verse 1. Very quickly, I'll just deliver to you what God would have me say, and then we'll go into exactly the ministration that will follow after. 2 Samuel chapter 9 from verse 1 says, And David said, Is there still anyone left in the house of Saul that I may show him kindness? for jonathan's sake you know every time you read the bible i tell you that it should remind you of jesus it should point to you the reason christ it should point to you the savior it should point to you jesus it is it should point to you the master it should point to you the reason christ it should show you the redemptive work of christ Every representation, every explanation, every detail, every story leads us to Christ. So he said, is there anyone left of the house of Saul that I may show him kindness for Jonathan's sake? And I hear God saying today that who is in this house that because of Christ, I want to show kindness. That because of the finished work of Christ, I want to show mercy. Who is in this house that because of what Jesus has done, because of what the master has done, I want to show you kindness. I want to make you feed for the master's use because of the redemptive work of Christ. It says there was a servant of the house of Saul whose name was Ziba. And when they had called him unto David, the king said unto him, a thou Zeba," and he said, "Thy servant is he?" And the king said, "Is there none still, not still someone of the house of Saul that I may show kindness of, show the kindness of God to him?" Zeba said to the king, "There is still a son of Jonathan, but though he's not feet, he's crippled in his feet. there's something dysfunctional about him." He's not qualified to come to the palace. There's something about Mesphipo said that does not qualify him to come to the presence of the king. There's something about him that sets him at a place where people go. The place is so low. They call it low the bar. There's something about him that doesn't qualify him for the blessing. There's something about him that what the master has done cannot function in his life there's something about him he's crippled in his feet he cannot move he cannot fulfill the requirements that the society knows that will bring you before greatness there's something about him he's crippled in his feet he doesn't qualify the king said to him where is he and zebra said to the king he's in the house of Micaiah the son of Amiel at Lo, the Bar. Then King David sent and brought him from the house of makai the son of Amiel at Lo the Bar, and Mephibosheth the son of Jonathan, son of Saul, see the way the Bible described him that he is the son. Jonathan Mephibosheth may not have done anything to qualify but there's someone called Jonathan that did something so you will not recognize him by what he has done or what has crippled him but by the son of Jonathan and God is saying to me that the mercy that you qualify for is because you are recognized as associated with Jesus he said the reason you qualify is not because of what has crippled you. What society has named you by, has tamed you, and has put you somewhere. He says, but because of what Christ has done. He says the reason you, you are fit for the master's use is because you are the son of this. So David, in case you are trying to change your mind about Mephibosheth, he is the son of Jonathan. And Jonathan is the son of Saul. So because of that, show him mercy because of that let your kindness be upon him because of that don't look at his crippled state because of that don't look at what he has done who he is what is limiting him don't look at that but look at the lineage he's coming from he is the son of Jonathan he is the son of Saul so God is telling me today that someone is qualifying because you come out of Christ because that is the lineage you are from what doesn't qualify you for mercy today he's saying I'm associating you with the son of the son of the one that qualifies you for mercy that qualifies you for kindness so Mephibosheth the son of Jonathan, son of Saul came to David and fell on his face and paid homage and David said Mephibosheth and he answered behold I'm your servant And David said to him, do not fear, for I will show you kindness. For the sake of your father, Jonathan, and I will restore to you all the land of Saul, your father. And you shall eat at my table always. And he paid homage and said, what is your servant that you should show regard for a dead dog such as I am? So Mephibosheth had disqualified himself completely from the mercy of God. He has has put himself in a place where even when mercy shows up, he will tell mercy, please, I'm not deserving. I'm too broken to receive this kind of mercy. I'm too shattered to receive this kind of favor. People like us don't deserve this. People like us are not the ones that are called to the palace. We are too broken, we are too shattered. The master can't use us. We are not fit for that kind of use. We are not fit for that kind of expression. Because I'm a dead dog. But the king would not listen. He called Ziba, Saul's servant, and said to him, All that belong to Saul and to all his house, I have given to your master's grandson. And you and your sons and your servants shall till the land for him and shall bring in the produce that your master's grandson may have bread to eat. He said, but for Mephibosheth, Phiboset, your master's grandson, shall always eat at my table. Zeba had 15 sons and 20 servants. And Zeba said to the king, according to all that my lord, the king commands his servant, so will your servant do. So Mephibosheth ate at David's table like one of the king's sons. And Mephibosheth had a young son whose name was Micah. And all who lived in Ziba's house became Mephibosheth's servant. So he lived in Jerusalem for he ate always at the king's table. And this is the interesting part. He said now he was lame in both his feet. This morning, God is saying to this house, Whatever has limited you from eating at the king's table, it ends today. Amen. Whatever has disqualified you from the master's table, from the mercy and the favor of God, to receive mercy, he said, "Who is left in this house, And the house of Saul, that I may show him kindness?" for Jonathan's sake. Because of the finished work of redemption, God is set to turn things around for someone in this house this morning. Because of the finished work of Christ, he's set to restore to show you his mercy and show you his kindness. He said, "Though you are lame in both feet, But though it's obvious that certain things are disqualifying you from the palace it will not stop my mercy it will not stop my favor I read something very interesting in 2 Samuel chapter 4 and verse 4 it says Jonathan Saul's son had a son who was lame in his feet. He was five years old when the news about Saul and Jonathan came from Jezreel and his nurse took him up and fled. And it happened that she made haste to flee that he fell and became lame. His name was Mephibosheth. You know what Mephibosheth means? From the mouth of shame. And then God would say to me. He said in this house today. Because of shame. They have disqualified themselves. From being used of me. I said but this morning. I want to show mercy. I want to show kindness. And I want to restore and turn things around. He said, is there anyone? 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 And what the Lord is saying is, you are going to tell him, I'm here. I'm the one. I'm the one. I'm the one that is deserving of your mercy. I'm the one that is deserving of your favor. I'm the one that is deserving of your goodness. I'm the one that is fit for the master's use. I may be broken and shattered, and may have lived through life with that brokenness and shame. And the Lord is telling me that there's some people who they are disqualifying themselves from the palace. You see the palace calling for you. You see the greatness calling for you. But each time you remember, you disqualify yourself. Each time you remember, I don't think God can use me. I'm not fit for the master's use it can't possibly be me I know my history I know my shame let me just stay in Lodiba that's where people like us belong because we're not fit for the master's use but the question is is there anyone anyone who would say God I am that person And I'm deserving of your mercy because of Jesus. Not because of myself. Not because of what I've done or what I haven't done. Not because of what I've run away from. But because of Jesus. You may be broken. But you have feet for the master's use. And he's going to use you. Amazing! he didn't say that Mephibosheth's leg came back together was whole or nothing that was irrelevant to the question it was irrelevant it was not the bone of contention so you've been crying to God fix this problem, fix this problem and God is saying no, no, no fix it, fix it, fix it no, because I don't need to fix it to use you I just need to use you. So my people would have thought, the thing that is disqualifying me from the palace is that my legs are broken. People like us don't belong there. Because my legs are broken. I'm lame. But when the master wants to use you, he won't ask if you're broken or not because he's the one that specializes in mending broken pieces whatever you may have held so tight in your life and that you know that this is broken but It's not allowing you to find expression in God's presence because it still comes up as a picture before you and tells you that because of this brokenness God can't use me. And when I'm talking about God using you I'm not only talking about in ministry in career, in business in business Say I don't have a college degree that's why I'm where I am. That may be your broken state. He's saying, in spite of that brokenness, because of Jesus, I want to show you mercy. Say, Lord, it's my family. are not too good, they're not okay and each time I want to press in for a better life I remember where I'm coming from and somehow unconsciously I just say I don't think that life is cut off for me let me just stay in Lodiba he says I want to show you mercy I want to show you a person. Sometimes you want to apply for a bigger job, a better job. But you you you're scared. What if I don't perform? What if I can't meet up? What if? So let me just stay with this one. In Lodibah. If I apply. They may not take me. They may not take me. I don't have the experience. They are always asking for ten years. They're always asking for 15 years. I don't even have all the qualification. I've checked the profile. They are looking for people that have done this, but I haven't done anything. Lord, it's my broken state. But I can show you mercy and favor and override that broken state and bring you to the palace because of Jesus. Not because of you, no, but because of Jesus. I can override it. Take people like us, don't apply for big contracts. Ah, They won't give us who knows our company. We don't qualify but because of Jesus there is a qualification that brings you to the palace you say I can't get into a relationship you say who will marry me how will I even ask the person I need to make money first. to arrive Jesus has already arrived tag along follow who know when Jesus met his disciples the thing he asked them he didn't ask them for their qualifications he said follow me follow me what you will become I'm the one that will make you he said follow me I will make you no questions asked Lord I'm not qualified I said I will make you I'm broken I will make you you don't understand I am Matthew the tax collector I swindle I, I, said, I will make you see me, they run. Follow me. You are with me. As they are seeing me with you, what I carry is rubbing off on you. Follow me. He met Zacchaeus. said, today salvation has come to your house. They called Jesus aside. You don't know Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus is a bad guy. As He's attached to me. His story changes. Say he was lame in both his field. No fault of his. Fell at age five. And that became his story. And the same way God is saying things that happened to you years ago years ago have just been a stigma to your palace keeping you down in Lodabar telling you you're not fit for the master's use and God just said to me he said, there's something that happened to someone's parents you witnessed it and it marked you for life something happened to your parents when you were much younger, and you witnessed it and it marked you for life, and right now is affecting your expectation of the future. Expect it? The expectation of the future. And the fear that it may happen to you is becoming stronger by the day. Because of Jesus because of Jesus there is no broken I feel an anointing there is no broken state that you can be in that he can't bring you out of and use you the way you are life may have happened to you and caused you to enter that state but the moment you come to him because of Jesus he takes that brokenness Stand to your feet church he takes that brokenness And he shows you his kindness, shows you his mercy, shows you his goodness, shows you his goodness. You will do one thing this morning. You will tell him, because he's asking, said, who is that person in this house that I may show my mercy? In spite of your broken state, you will lift your hands and tell him, Father... I am he. I am she. It's enough. It's enough. This brokenness, this broken state is enough. I've held it for too long. It's been a limiting factor. I've held it for too long. But now, I'm a candidate of your mercy. I'm a candidate of your favor. I'm a candidate of your goodness. No longer will this hold me down. The palace is calling for me. The place of glory is calling for me. It's calling for me. So I surrender to your mercy, O oh God. Come on, lift your voice and talk to him. I'm going to pray over you in a minute. But just talk to him. I'm a candidate of your mercy. I'm a candidate of your goodness. I qualify. I qualify. For everything that God has qualified me for. I qualify. I qualify for the palace. I qualify for a high place. For a higher calling. I qualify. I I qualify. I qualify. 30 more seconds. Go ahead and talk to him. And say, Lord, I qualify. I qualify. I qualify. I qualify. I qualify. I may be broken in my academics. I may be broken in my family. I may be broken health wise. I may be broken this other dimension. I may be broken in different places. But Lord I qualify. Because of Jesus I qualify. I qualify for your mercy. I qualify for your favor. I qualify for your kindness. It may not have worked out for my parents one way or another. But it's working out for me. Because of Jesus I'm qualified. Kando satay Because of Jesus. In verse 7 he says, And David said to him, Do not fear, for I will show you kindness for the sake of your father Jonathan. And I will restore to you All the land of Saul Your father And you shall eat at my table Always Lift your hands towards heaven Father, I've spoken your word Over your people Your word Is sharper than any two-edged sword Let that word penetrate their life let it go into their past let it go into their history whatever may have been broken and that is standing as a hindrance to the greatness before them standing as a hindrance to the palace that you have called them to by that word this morning I call them qualified in the name of Jesus. Whatever may have been a stronghold that have disqualified you in the presence of God, disqualified you from receiving the mercy of God, disqualified you from receiving the kindness and the goodness of God. This hour, the story changes. I said, the story changes in the name of Jesus. As you look to him, it says because of Jonathan, because of Jesus, whatever may have been crying judgment, the story changes now in the name of Jesus. Mercy takes over now in the name of Jesus. The kindness of God, the goodness of God, the favor of God, it takes over now in the name of Jesus. As you stand in this house under the sound of my voice. What may have been speaking to you and telling you that you are not fit for the master's use. That the good life does not belong to people like you. Today, such voices, they are drowned in the name of Jesus. Jesus. The voice that tells you that you cannot attain. The voice that tells you that you cannot reach. Because of these limitations. Today. There's a paradigm shift. In the name of Jesus. What you may have held so tightly. Just like said, That I'm lame in both feet. So I don't belong in certain circles. This hour. Illumination comes to you. I say illumination comes to you. You see beyond that limitation now. In the name of Jesus. The wisdom to know what to do. How to do. When to do. With whom to do you out of that place that wisdom is released upon you in the name of Jesus the same way Zeba stood and said yes there is someone in the house of Saul I prophesy over someone you will be called from the backside of wherever you are and you will be recommended in the palace and someone will stand for you And say this person qualifies. Not because of him. Not because of her. But because of what Christ has done. That becomes your story in the name of Jesus. What you do not qualify for. By virtue of this anointing. It stands to make you qualified. In the name of Jesus. What belongs to you. That have been denied you all these years. By virtue of this anointing. It becomes restored in the name of Jesus. It says you may be broken. But you are still fit for the master's use. So because Jesus wants to use you. Just like that donkey. He said go and tell. If anyone asks you. Tell him. That the master has need of this one. I speak in the name of Jesus. When they take your resume and they look at it, they take your business profile, they look at it. Something comes upon them and say, though, this doesn't look as qualified, but we think that they can do the job. I said it becomes your story in the name of Jesus, it becomes your testimony in the name of Jesus. He said, The master have need of this one. He said, When they ask us where are you taking it to he said this one is for the master's use at that point they have no contention i speak in the name of jesus this season your story will be that because you are set for the master's use no one will contend with you in the name of jesus concerning that business concerning that proposal concerning that document no one will contend with you in the name of jesus they say he doesn't have all the requirements. She doesn't have all the requirements. But because this one is for the masters use this season, the one who qualifies you will say to them, this is what we want. That becomes your story in the name of Jesus. It says the one who wants to show mercy and the one who wants to show favor has decided to show you favor and mercy nothing of your past nothing of your history will stand as a contention as i've declared it so shall it be in the name of jesus can someone rejoice in this house the preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword ministries international for information about Word ministries visit us at kingsword.org for information and additional resources. Thank you for listening to this message. And remember, where the word of a king is, there's power.